right there. It's time for the March 22nd, 2013 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review. An interpretive guide to current events broadcasting from the campus of the University of California at Irvine in the backyard next to the double wide of KUCI 88.9 FM Irvine, California. Did I already say that? Mm. We're in Irvine. We're in Irvine We twice, are in Irvine. Two times. Twice, yeah. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And Mahler mm. is just having a beautiful day. It's a beautiful, a beautiful day. day. It yes, is a beautiful Mahler. day. Mahler, Mahler. Meanwhile, President Obama is in Israel. Oh, yeah. He was saying some important stuff there, I think. I mean, there were, I mean it's what we kind of expected. He's, uh, he made a series of public statements mm-hmm. affirming. Well, he's actually left, uh, I should say, Israel right now. He's, he's out on, of Israel. But I'm talking about just yesterday. Yeah. He, he affirmed his commitment. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. To Israeli government policies. Mm-hmm. And with, uh, he got up there with uh, Benjamin Netanyahu. Mm-hmm. And stress their shared stance mm-hmm. on blowing other people up. Yeah, you know, exactly. They, he's, he cited an unbreakable bond. Ooh. An unbreak, what, what the heck is that? It's uh, unbreakable, whatever that is. But I assume that... that you know, atoms mean, don't have unbreakable bonds. But we do. But we do, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Unbreakable bonds. Unbreakable bond. bonds with Israel. Obama vowed to extend the billions in annual U.S. aid. Well, yeah. That's what it's all about. Well, That's yeah. what all that hoochie coo mm-hmm. is about. Don't worry, you're getting your money. Obama tried to invigorate the stalled Middle East peace process, urging young Israelis, a hand-picked crowd of young Israelis, mm-hmm. who won their seats in a lotto after they had been thoroughly uh, vetted yeah. and screened and <laughs> yes. uh, frisked and probed. Yes. Yeah. And what Obama said, he wanted to, the young folk to uh, pressure their leaders to seek peace Peace with Palestinians while acknowledging the Jewish state's historical right, yada yada yada, to defend itself. Yeah, uh, well, yeah but, but he did. He did. Maybe for the first time ever. I, I'm not quite sure. Maybe since Carter actually urged uh, something that you might define as a Palestinian state. Yes, he told them, the Israelis, to look at themselves and then to look at the Palestinians and see the similarities and. Uh, Try to work something out here. Children of Abraham here. Yeah. Come on, you guys. Get it together. Yeah, and he did, I th- believe, he went from Israel, and then he went and spoke to the Palestinians directly. Yeah. So it was a nice... And he said to them, go go forward in peace. We You should be able to work this out. Yeah. Um, it and was, if not, we'll blow you apart with or, drones. Or the, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. This is what awaits you. This is kind of uh, just a little bit of an aside in a way. Um, this was almost the, uh, just last week was the anniversary of the death of uh, an activist, an American activist who went to Israel to protest the uh, the uh, settlements. Uh, Cor- Rachel Corey yeah. was crushed uh, when she stood in front of a bulldozer uh, right. and, uh, protesting the demolition of a Palestinian home. And uh, the uh, so I don't know, just she's somebody who, 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 you know, she walked the walk. She believed enough in it to. To sacrifice her. Well, a lot life. of people did. Yeah. 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 Well, she's famous. People for... are doing that right now. Yeah. So I just wanted yeah. to. Let and she people... died, what, how many years ago? One year ago? Ten years. Ten years ago. Ten year anniversary. Well, yeah. that's exciting. I'm just letting you know. Yeah. Ten like... years ago. I'm, that... just, I'm tired of these anniversaries. I'm here. I would... It's uh, shite. 
It's pure shite. Okay. People are living now. They're doing things no. presently. Okay. Why do we celebrate anniversaries and, and personify our struggles instead of just getting on with it? Okay. All right. In the past, too. In the past. It's been the 10th year since the war in Iraq broke yeah. out. Well, yes. So what? We're still fighting. The longest war in American history. I Don't you yeah. think it's wor- it's noteworthy no. to no. say that? You no. Know, I mean, okay. people should have their head in it all the time uh-huh. instead okay. of saying, oh, yeah, that war. We're in it for 10 years. About- We're in it for 10 years and five days right now. Yeah. You know, what's the difference? Okay. What well, is the difference except some random, you know, let's, let's divide this. How many times we circle the sun yeah. and make some meaning out of that? It, okay. as, as if it's going to make things more meaningful if we add a, a, a you know a zero after the digit. Maybe it'll be real exciting on the twentieth anniversary. Well, if we're still fi- we're still present and fighting in Iraq, it'll be noteworthy. Don't you? I it mean, isn't it noteworthy. time to say it'll be noteworthy every day we're there? Okay. It is noteworthy every day we're there. You know, a marriage isn't noteworthy because you're together for five hundred years. It's because you're together. But it gives people an opportunity to say what's happened in these ten years, or, and rather than you can, say, okay. you, say it you don't get it, do you? No, I'm, I'm you trying. You no, can I'm, say I'm, what happened in any amount of time. Right. You don't need ten years to say that. Right. But people. But somehow you want to add another candle on the birthday cake and go, oh, isn't that wonderful? We're here for or whatever it is. Yeah. Isn't that remarkable? Ten years. No, it's not remarkable. It's no more remarkable at ten years than it was at nine years, three hundred and sixty-three days. All right, Nathan. If you and I, which back way back when this war started, we yeah. before I think we were on the air before this war started, said yeah. and said we this is a horrible thing. Yeah, and it'll be what bad. Do you, what do you want? It'll end badly. Yeah, see, if if every thing. week we had done something like, hey, we're three months into this thing, and it's and this is going, how much it's costing, yeah. and. I guess we did, didn't we? Yeah, we did do that. <laughs> Never mind. In Guatemala, a landmark yeah. trial is underway against former U.S.-backed dictator Efrán Rios Montt on mm. charges of genocide and crimes against humanity. Yeah. Rios Montt is charged in connection with the slaughter of more than 1,700 people in Guatemala's Exile region during a scorched earth campaign purportedly aimed at rooting out guerrillas. Yeah. Or, you know, people that were holding guns. Oh, I was going to say, I didn't realize that guerrillas were such a. They weren't looking for cocoa. Yeah, okay. okay. He is the first head of state in the Americas to stand trial for genocide and hopefully not the last. Hopefully not the last. He was pretty bad. Guatemala was uh, amongst the worst. Uh, Salvador, (coughs) excuse me, El Salvador and Guatemala were were certainly very, very uh, bloody. Venezuela's acting president, Nicolas Maduro, Mm -hmm. urged U.S. President Barack Obama to halt an alleged plot to kill opposition leader Enrique Capriles. Enrique Capriles. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ahead of the, uh, they're having a presidential election over there Mm -hmm. on the 14th. I don't know what to make of this. Is this in case Capriles gets knocked off by anybody? Right. He can now say it's the U.S. It was the, well. Yeah. Yeah. But meanwhile, Capriles is saying... No, no, I'm blaming you for everything. Uh, to, I, I, you know, pointing to Maduro. Yeah, don't know. Yeah. Anyway, Capriles, whom uh, Chavez beat in October, is running in the upcoming election against Maduro, mm. who is Chavez's handpicked successor. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, it does sound a little funny, doesn't it? Don't kill that guy over there. Uh, yeah, it I'm, does. You know, I mean, not not that we don't like to kill, uh, you know, people in South America. We do. Yeah. Leaders who we don't agree with. Yeah. And we, we don't agree with uh, Venezuela's current government. So it wouldn't surprise me if we did have a plot. I'm sure there is 
a, a plot to kill him somewhere on file in the C, at the CIA. I believe that there's a plot to kill me somewhere in the world. So somebody. Well, yeah. Like, you like, don't need to look very far. No, apparently, don't think I do, really. North Korea. Uh-huh. Let's talk about it. Yes. The Obama talk. administration has altered the U.S. missile defense program to focus more on North Korea. This, I don't know. I, so we, we've kind of pulled away from Europe a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we're aiming our stuff... Our, our interceptors, our well, missile shield stuff in yeah, North Korea. Right. I, I don't think we're that concerned that the Romanians are going to launch a preemptive strike on the U.S., but maybe just possibly. the North, This feels different. I said this last week. This whole North Korean thing feels hinky right now. They it, always feel – hinky or kinky, did you say? Well, no, hinky. hinky. I mean, this is – they all, they're always threatening us. They're always going to blow us up. They're always going to do all kinds yeah. of stuff. But for some reason, this one feels different than, than the others. And I think there is something of a – a nagging sense of a reality to that they might try something stupid. I don't know that they're going to launch a preemptive nuclear strike on us, but it does feel like they want to prove something. So, well, I, I think it just gives us more opportunity to put military uh, over near China. Well, I, right. I think that's okay. what it's about. Right. I don't know that okay. we really sense anything with North Korea, but we then now we can say it's not you, yeah. even, but yeah. even though we're very concerned yeah. about China. We can blame it on the North Koreans, who it's, threatened a new attack on the U.S. military mm-hmm. over its ongoing training drills in South Korea. And the, and the flying of the B-52s. Over yeah, North, exactly. That, that, that's not... They call that an unpardonable provocation. Well, there yeah. you go. I'm telling you, they are the best writers of all the people that hate yeah. us. They are awesome at what they do, so... Well, a series of bomb blasts ripped through Baghdad... Mm-hmm. On that 10th anniversary you were talking about. What? People like you, they wanted to celebrate Those their big darn day. bombers. They, yeah. what, why are they into the 10-year anniversary like that? I have no well, idea. It's, but It's simpletons. It's what it is. Yeah. Well, At least 56 do? people died in a dozen explosions, mostly car bombs. Yeah. A yeah. new study has revealed that about 2% of all U.S. gun sales are made to groups that smuggle them into Mexico. That's a, you know you say two percent, but that's a quarter of a million guns. Yeah, go to Mexico each year as part of a hundred and thirty million dollar uh, trade annually. This is according to researchers at the University of San Diego, who apparently got a uh, a, a, a grant to okay. look into this. All right, I think yeah. I want to understand that number again. Two hundred and fifty thousand guns is two percent of American gun sales. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's nothing. Well, I mean, it seems like a lot. Yeah, 2% say. is 250,000. Yeah. I'm not a math whiz, but I'm just going to guess it's around 40 million guns a year. 125 million, I think. Okay. Total, I guess. Okay, okay, I'm just, okay. yeah. just off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm multitasking here. I'm yeah, I know you are. I, I appreciate the yeah. fact that you're doing that. Thank you. About 50% of all junk mail on the, on the Internet. Mm-hmm. Comes from twenty internet service providers. Just as far as, we're, as long as we're talking mm-hmm. uh, statistics here, fifty mm-hmm. percent, half of all junk mail comes from twenty internet provi- service providers. And you're saying, well, so what? Well, there are forty-two thousand internet service providers. So half the junk mail comes from twenty of those. I don't know what the percentage is on on the twenty, but I, I think that would be like more like point three percent or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe not even that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're called bad neighborhoods. Networks involved in malicious activity also tended to specialize in one particular sort of message. 
Which malicious one? message or attack. Okay. So the majority of phishing attacks, you know, those are yeah. trying to get you to yeah. click and say, Hey, oh. Nathan sent you a, hey, he wants you to know all about this. Yeah. And then there's a link you're supposed to click they, on. They it. come from the U.S. Yeah. Apparently, we like to make friends with people. Yeah, apparently. By contrast, spammers tend to favor Asian ISPs. Okay. So, you know, big, big blast of something that comes from Asia. Indian ISPs. Indian ISP, BSNL, I don't know what that is. They top the list of uh, spam sources. Okay. You, and that, you say, well, what's so big about this? But they are trying to narrow this down. Yeah. So that's another little, um, you know, input, information input they can do when they're doing spam filters. Okay. okay. To cut down on where these things are coming from. If 50% come from 20, uh, you know, Internet service providers. Yeah. I think we should know who those are so we can boycott them. Absolutely, we should know who they are. Yeah. And if they can narrow it down that much to those, yeah. you know, then that's that's good news. Yeah. Did we talk about the... What? The... the, uh, the Shut up. The world's porn proclivities. I can't remember if we talked about that last week. That was your porn pro- proclivity. No, no, it was not. For, for once, it's not mine. Really? Yeah, The uh, there's a porn site called... Porn MD. Porn MD. Yeah, and it is a uh, aggregate site where you where I've read where you can go to different websites throughout the world or, or through I mean you just go to different proclivities if you will through Porn MD, and it's it's done one of those Google you know overviews uh-huh. of the world where are these web uh, searches coming from and what are they looking for so what you're saying is like if i want a little say dog on dog action <laughs> yeah 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 there we go oh, yeah. i know where to go well it, let's say you had I'll a fr- let's come just, on Mollard. please just let's just say you had a friend yeah who was interested in dog on dog action yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right that's right yeah okay well I'll, I'll bring that news item in next week because it's a very interesting look into the world and and what countries what specific countries are interested in what sort of action really yeah it's amazing mm. it's quite really uh, quite revealing so uh i i appear yeah, i wonder what you know yeah. people in in uh in belgium are interested in you can search on every think, single country and find yeah. out what they're into wow yeah it's pretty pretty That's amazing crazy stuff yeah. all right we'll bring it next week faced with a shortage of swordsmen mm-hmm. saudi arabia was considering replacing beheadings with execution by firing squads they I don't have enough swordsmen. Oh. So they're just thinking, well, yeah, load up the gun and shoot him. It's like that scene from Indiana Jones where they were going he was going to fight the guy with the sword. It's not like that. It's not like that no, at all. Like that at I was all. just thinking, visually, what would that be like? Oh, a guy's coming at me with a sword. Well, it's, but it's, it's not. an execution. It's an execution. I got knees. you. you know, I'm just going there. Blindfolded. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. He's not really fighting back at that point. No. Yeah. No. So it's not really like that at all. No. Okay. Do you have any international stuff? Because I got a bunch of drones. Woo! I got a uh, bunch of drones. Wow, stuff. you just flat-footed. Well, the whole thing, Karzai's trying to get us out of uh, Afghanistan as soon as possible yeah. so he and his brother can run it like a, a mob operation that he's always wanted. Yeah? Uh, yeah, just they want withdrawal. They, they want the U.S. Uh, to also pull out the special forces. He wants to uh, impose a, a ban. Um, Syria continues to just disintegrate both sides are claiming uh that the other side is using chemical weapons which has been kind of our red line in terms of uh outside involvement if they start one side or another is proven to be using it 
there would be a lot of international uh, ramifications. The Syrian opposition has selected a United States citizen to yeah. serve as their prime minister in an interim government overseeing areas that they have control over. So Syria continues to be uh, a very big deal. Uh, be, yeah, the Persian New Year. Eh, yeah. What do you mean, eh? Happy New uh, Nazrus to yeah. you. Uh, oh, no, I didn't mean it that way. I meant the uh, the uh, President Obama has been giving an address to the Iranian people since he became president on the anniversary. Or oh, on yeah, the, yeah. On celebrating Nazrus. Well, that's because he's yeah. Muslim. That's because he's Muslim. Yeah. Thank you. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. Well, actually, he'd have to be, well... Never mind. He'd have to be what? Well, he's not Arab. He, they're Persian, so I mean, never mind. Forget. I'm. Wait, did I say something wrong? No, you did. You were fine. Yeah. I started. <clears throat> I started down a road. I realized I should just turn around. Stop. Because it would be controversial. No, it wouldn't be controversial. I would. I would be incorrectly characterizing Arab. Doesn't matter. You could be Muslim if you're Persian or Arab. I. I misspoke, and I. And I. I wonder. Can we pull the tape back? Can we roll yeah. it back? No, no, no. Around? Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New No No Rus. Essentially, each day mm. is the first day of the rest of your life. Wow. Yeah. Can I, I'm going to write that down. Yeah. Thank you. So, each day mm-hmm. is a new year, mm. if not a new life. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So I'd like you to celebrate. Hold your hands up in the air. <laughs> okay. Reverend. Like you've got no hair. Reverend Nathan. And say, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you for this new year. Thank you. Thank you for that, Nathan. Oh, now I got Mahler going. Jeez, yeah, <laughs> what is it, boy? You don't like the don't like the preacher stuff, huh? Uh, shh, be a good girl. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like to talk about drones? Would you like to talk about drones in this? Yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> it. That's it. Get some down. Good going. Yeah, drones in the news. The CIA stepped up secret contingency planning to protect the United States and its allies as the turmoil expands in Syria, including collecting intelligence on Islamic extremists for the first time for possible lethal drone strikes. Oh, This is according to U.S. officials. Obama has not authorized missiles, drone missile strikes in Syria, but... <laughs> but... <laughs> Well, yeah, who cares? Don't wander outside. Let, let them go. Yeah. Yeah. Also in drones in the news, drones in the U.S. could engage in targeted snooping that existing laws are inadequate to address witnesses and members of the Senate uh, Judiciary Committee said in the hearing they're, go- they're having right now on drones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we don't have the laws to handle drones right now. The drones, or as they like to call them, unmanned aerial systems. Why do they want to call them these they things? They want to call them something that... That people will just glaze over when they hear it. Yeah. Oh, what's that? What's that? Drones have already helped the police find missing people, and county planners uh, measure the growth of landfills using um, drones. Mm -hmm. But they could also be used by drug dealers. Drug dealers can use drones. Mm -hmm. Pedophiles, according to these people. Mm -hmm. They could just be snooping around looking at kids, I guess. And nosy neighbors. That's what the, these uh, witnesses and senators said. So we got a good deal of paranoia going on here. I mean, you know, like pedophiles will use anything, really, won't they? Yeah, to, to their use advantage. Whatever they so, can. so will drug dealers, and I mean, you can. Well, if you, you know, know, just think about how difficult this is going to make law enforcement. Let's say you're a drug dealer, major drug dealer. Yeah. And and you were had, had an eye on somebody you thought might be a 
of working for the cops. Yeah. You have a drone follow him around all day long. Yeah. If he ends up, you know, hanging out at Parker Center yeah. downtown, you know that he's probably, you know, I, I don't know. It's going to be. It's, a drone follow him. I don't know that it's quite that easy. but Maybe not. Why not just have somebody follow him? <laughs> you could do that. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's an interesting idea. Surveillance by government is limited to the Fourth Amendment's protection against unreasonable searches and seizures, and snooping by corporations and individuals is also by privacy law and common law, but these are not written with drones in mind. So they're going to have to kind of stretch things a bit to, to compensate for that. I hope so. Also in Drones in the News, big drones actually crash a lot right now. Do they? Drones oh, okay. crash a All lot. Right. Official statistics on large unmanned aerial vehicles. Now they're unmanned aerial vehicles. They were unmanned aerial systems before. Damn it, get it right. They like these unmanned, and they like the aerial part. Right. UA, UAV, I guess what they call them. Whatever. The rates vary, but drones are 30 to, 30 to 300 more times likely to crash than small civil aircrafts, according to one estimate. That's what they said, but I think that's according to two estimates, if they're 30 yeah. to 300 more. <laughs> that's right true. Yeah. According to a 2005 yeah. Department of Defense report, every 100,000 flight hours saw 191 uh, the, a specific UAV destroyed or in need of drastic repairs, compared to just four manned F-16s. Okay. So that's a, you know... Yeah, that's the one yeah. versus four. They're much in a, less expensive to operate. The drones are, but they don't crash as much. They suffer from uh, usual aircraft mechanical pilot failures, but they also grapple with uniquely dronish issues. They're harder to launch and land, and they lost can lose communication too. If there's nobody there, if you lose communication, it's gone. Yeah. But they also um, they don't carry a human life, so they're more expendable, mm-hmm. and they're. Uh, in one instance, a Reaper drone was running perilously, 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 perilously. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Perilously low on fuel as it neared its destination, mm-hmm. but they just said go for it, and they lost the drone because mm. it's expendable. Mm-hmm. So you got to think of that Kamikaze drones, essentially. Well, okay, I was going to say, where do they end up? They haven't fallen on anybody yet that I know of. Not yet. Yeah, but they end up. Well, you know, this was. Probably is a Reaper drone, and it's probably out in the desert somewhere. Right, right. In the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Also in Drones in the News, North Korean's hereditary dictator, Kim Jong-un. You know him. I do. I was trying to figure, do I put this in the news for Korea or news for drones? I think you've, I think I think, you've found the niche for it. Yeah. He oversaw attack drills carried out in Pyongyang's mm-hmm. super precision drone planes. As they called them, super course, precision. Not just precision. No, with a, not North just Korean drones. Scene. No, they were super precision. This was they according were, to state media. No, super. He, that's so, so Un was watching this whole thing go on yeah. with binoculars yeah. and everything, and saying how cool it was. Unfortunately, North Korea has no drones. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's awkward. Yeah, but it, regardless, Kim, according to state media, guided a drill of super precision drone planes assaulting targets and a firing drill of self-propelled flak rockets destroying enemy cruise missile coming in to attack at low altitude. Mm. I quote. Wow, it's exciting stuff. Yeah, that's a super story that you told about the super dictator un- of super yeah. North yeah. Korea. Super precision. Super guy, too. New, they they have a lot of good buzzwords over They there. love... They're so... I mean, literally, I think there's a book in just 
North Korean propaganda. I really do. I've read a fair number of stories that uh, they've written, and they're awesome. Yeah. Yeah. They're... Uh, also, in Drones in the News, mm-hmm. reports are circulating via senior U.S. officials as sources that the president is going to take the CIA drone pro- program, one of two, mm-hmm. and uh, the CIA one, and unify it with the Defense Department's yes. drone program. Yeah. The move could uh, potentially toughen criteria for drone strikes yeah. and strengthen the program's accountability and increase transparency. Reason that's, that's being, wild. the reason being, Nathan, is because the military is actually under an authority which allows for transparency and for accountability, yeah. uh-huh. where the CIA, by its yeah. very nature and charter, is clandestine, clandestine and not yeah. subject to the same level of scrutiny. So right this, you are. this is part of the uh, John Brennan um, be, um, confirmation hearings was to open to essentially they talked about this as well as with Hagel. Uh, Charles Hagel, the new Secretary of Defense, moving more and more of this. And now they also have operational experience, and the military will eventually, I'm sure, eventually yeah. take over the lion's share. So, also, mm-hmm. in Drones in the News, mm-hmm. the latest of a long string of awesome and terrifying <laughs> drone technologies is a grappling flyer drone. With all the speed and maneuverability of a normal quadcopter, oh, you know, those yeah. little quadcopters. Yeah, yeah. Together with the deadly accuracy of an eagle-inspired, dual-articulated gripper. This is a gripping drone, kind of like a predatory hawk or something. Oh, yeah. Come down and grab things. Yeah. University of uh, Pennsylvania researchers designed their gripper drone after observations from slow-motion footage of predatory birds. Yeah. A reliable flying grasper could be revolutionary for bomb disposal or even to unarm a, a gunman. Uh, like they say, however, it could be uh, just as adept as dropping up or picking up um, grenades yeah. through skylights or yeah. drug deals. Or yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. That also, opens up a lot of interesting <coughs> possibilities, isn't it? Also, a group of Harvard scientists are pioneering a method of building robotic bees that they call uh, either robo-bees or mono-bees. They're trying to figure this out using a technique derived from pop-up books and origami. The RoboBee project began in 2009 when a group of researchers set out to build a robotic bee colony. They did this to study colony collapse disorder. So they were Something doing, good. Yeah. Something we all could embrace we, yeah. is a good idea. The thinking went that building a robotic colony could help scientists understand what went wrong in, in the bee population. But uh, designing the necessary hardware to fit into the bee's nickel-sized body has proved to be a huge challenge. The robo-bees now have a nervous system of microelectronics, including sensors that act as the bee's eyes and antenna, as well as a body with super light airfoil wings and a pollination appendage. So they have these little bee-sized things now. Rather than building each robot up individually under a microscope, the team is printing the delicate bee bodies on sheets of carbon fiber, ceramic, and plastic. So they have these little bee bodies printed on that. Then what they do is they fold them in like little origami mm-hmm. sheets, mm-hmm. and they got themselves a, a bee drone. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Pretty exciting. Yeah, that is exciting. I'm wondering, when you said the printing, or I wonder if they'll eventually be using 3D printing. You know, this whole idea of... Well, uh, pr- does that sound like a good... 3D issue by just folding. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. I mean, you know, you can, wow. you can make it 3D. I suppose, no, no, I'm just wondering because when you said the printing. Probably be, the 3D certain. stuff right now is just in plastics. Mm-hmm. They're not doing the circuitry. Mm-hmm. They're printing the whole circuitry I, I just meant the outside part. But, yeah, no, no. You, no, it's all one unit. Okay. This okay. whole thing is wow. just one folded gotcha. piece of whatever I said. Circuitry and. In... Yeah, circuitry, ceramics, Ceram- fiber, carbon wow. fiber, carbon plastic. Carbon. Okay. And now I shall move to the. I got one more. Ma- we I have one, a drone. One more drone okay. uh, item, and a few, um, I don't think you mentioned this. The Federal Appeals Court uh, it has ruled that the CIA cannot ignore um, information requests on its targeted killing program based on state secrecy. Uh-huh. Last Friday, a week ago today, the D.C. Circuit Appeals Court uh, reversed a lower court ruling dismissing an effort by the. American Civil Liberties Union to obtain information on the killing through the Freedom of Information Act. So it means the CIA must now disclose parts of its records on drone strikes to a judge. Yeah. That's a step forward. Yeah. There you go. Cool. Here at home, mm-hmm. a State Department review that could help clear the way for Keystone XL oil pipeline was based in part on research conducted by two firms with ties to big oil companies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, they're kind of rigging this game. Yeah, they are. And, and Keystone very will troubling. more than likely become a reality. It sure feels like it. And the new Secretary of the Interior is another guy that's suspect in that regard. Yeah, he wants uh, it to happen. Yeah, he's downplaying all the uh, and negatives. The, the Secretary of the new Secretary of State uh, Kerry is also. Yeah, you know this is this doesn't look good um, for, for the environmental movement. Freddie Mac. Mm-hmm. Filed suit against uh, more than a dozen banks for losses stemming from the manipulation of the global interest rate LIBOR, mm-hmm. as you know. Mm-hmm. The rigging of LIBOR altered the benchmark rates for trillions of dollars. That's the benchmark. The That's LIBOR the benchmark. is the benchmark right. for for, uh, for interest. Uh-huh. So it, uh, <laughs> it pretty much caused Freddie Macs to collapse. Yeah. You know? Remember how, I don't know if you remember this, the right wing was screaming about Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae and how that was all their fault. Yeah. For the, I'm, this is not the same thing, but going back to when these guys have been punching bags uh, for uh, these right wing idiots for a long time. This is an example of just how they were forced in a way. Basically, they didn't know what was going on. And these J.P. Morgans and the, and, and the Banks of America and the rest of these guys who set the LIBOR standard essentially gained the system. And these people end up, we end up paying yep. the price for it. Yep. A federal judge ruled that the FBI's practice of issuing so-called national security letters to banks, phone companies, and other businesses is unconstitutional. Oh. That means they, they can't uh, just sneak around and get all the information on you. Yeah. With, without going some sort of, without going through some sort of due process. And that's what a federal judge said. Good. So that's good, good news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. excellent. I think it's feel like there's a little more pushback now yeah. uh, moving forward on all these banks. They just it, maybe not enough, but there's more. In the meantime, the Obama administration is leaning toward revising its landmark proposal to regulate greenhouse gas emissions. Oh, so they're backpedaling. Oh, yeah. The discussion center on the first greenhouse gas limits for power plants, which were proposed by the EPA nearly a year ago. Rewriting the proposal would significantly postpone any action and might allow the agency to set more permissive standards for coal-fired power plants, which are roughly twice as polluting as uh, natural gas power plants. Mm. Not good. No. 
a hacker who emailed email addresses from an AT&T web server to a journalist in an effort to expose the company's security vulnerabilities was sentenced to three and a half years in prison. Mm-hmm. 27-year-old Andrew Onheimer, nicknamed Weave, we like to call him Weave, Weave, found a flaw in the AT&T server in 2010 that allowed him to gather 114,000 email addresses of iPad users. Then he gives the information to Gawker, who they who publish a redacted version. In other words, they're not giving away mm-hmm. that information right. to everyone. Right. And after a federal probe, Onheimer was convicted of identity theft and conspiracy to access, access a computer without authorization on top of the prison term, you know, mm-hmm. three years. Mm-hmm. He's been ordered to undergo three years of supervised release and pay more than $73,000 in restitution Jesus. to AT&T. This is the same law that... Uh, they were using to go after uh, the late Aaron Schwartz. Right, right. And it's it's really a, a bogus law. It I is. Mean, it's, it's way out of proportion. This guy was doing this to expose, to expose vulnerabilities. He could have just used those names and right. screwed people over, right. essentially. Sold right. it to some hackers. Right. But instead, he, he sells it to a website just to point out that AT&T isn't guarding material uh, securely enough. And what does he get? Three, three years in prison and a $73,000 fine. And three more years of supervised yeah. uh, whatever surveillance. surveillance yeah. Yeah. They'll have a drone. Just follow them around. See, yeah. see that's what I'm talking about. No, um, and this Aaron Schwartz, the, the deal with Aaron Schwartz, going back just briefly, that um, he was um, he was the one who invented RSS, as we all know from if you you get an RSS news yeah. feed. He's respond, one of the more one of the pioneers in, in terms of the Internet. Read and, it, read it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's right. Red, red. And uh, he was uh, under uh, an indictment for his uh, what he he um, downloaded a bunch of information from a public website, but was not open to public access. Yeah, and he was hounded to. Uh, or this prosecution seemed to be overkill. They were asking for twenty years in jail. Yeah, he eventually killed himself. And there's so this seems like there's more and more of this. I know we're talking about the Chinese, uh, you know, um, cyber attacks and the rest of it. But in light of all of that, now it seems like we're over-prosecuting people for these kinds of things that are just don't really... Who are just trying to uh, live in a more open-source society. Well, yeah. Who yeah. are... Who, that's their intent. Yeah. 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 I mean, that, that should be a debate, not a... Right, a, not know, a prosecution. A, yeah. Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid announced the proposed renewal of a ban on military assault rifles will not be included in the pending gun legislation due to lack of support. And that was uh, Dianne Feinstein's bill. I think – what do you think about that? Do you think that was a smart thing for him to do or – I don't know. Well, it was not smart because (laughs) it depends on the politics of it. If he didn't have the votes, then he didn't have the votes. But I have the feeling there's more to it than – than, than the votes. It's what Harry Reid gets out of this and yeah. what the Democrats in the long term will, you know, manipulate things to, to uh, uh, so they won't have to bear the burden of this in elections. Well, that's, and you're right. There are a lot of Democrats who support, would have voted against this. And I don't know that, I think that may have been a part of it. Yeah. It would have certainly passed the Senate. It wouldn't have gotten the 60 vote need to over override yeah. a veto or a, 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 a filibuster. I just have this – I'm so tired of this, allowing politicians off the hook. Le- at least make them vote. At least make them vote on it. Yeah. You know, I'm tired of this. 
you know, oh, if we don't put it out there, no one has to have an opinion or uh, has to be on the record. On uh, just, it's ridiculous. Yeah, make I think them that's vote. What it was more than anything. Yeah. someone is going to lose their their uh, their. Because the majority of the country wants this. The majority seat of the, in Congress. The They're majority gonna, of people yeah. in the NRA want background checks. The majority of the people in the country want uh, a ban on assault weapons and high-volume high magazines. Yeah. There's no doubt about the politics of it, but you're right. Yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure that's just this. And then in Colorado, John Hickenlooper, the governor there, signed yeah. legislation enacting some of the toughest gun control laws in the country. Yeah. That would be uh, ammunition magazines, like yeah. you spoke of, background checks. Requires domestic abusers to surrender their guns, bans concealed carry permits online. And on the eve of this gun signing ceremony, the head of Colorado's prison system, Tom Clements, was shot dead in his home. Yeah. Uh, The uh, assailant, I think they they tracked him down. But in the meantime, they just did that uh, last last evening. But uh, in the meantime, it's I don't know what this calls for. Gun control, maybe. Yeah. He was shot with a gun. You want to talk about Steubenville at all? Um, just, I guess, because... Yeah, go ahead. Two teenage girls in Steubenville, Ohio, were arrested for making threats on social media against a 16-year-old rape victim whose case sparked the national controversy, or outcry, I should say, and led to the conviction of two high school football players who... you know, Who had were, a bright were, future. Yeah, 15 and 16. <laughs> so they thought they had a bright future. Um, mm. The girls were 15 and 16, uh, sorry about that, who uh, who threatened who, who threatened mm-hmm. the girl who was raped. Yeah. They were being held in juvenile detention after one threatened the girl with bodily harm, the other threatened to kill her. But what the heck's going on anyway? Well, I, yeah, Immediately I after the rapist conviction, the judge announced that a grand jury would investigate whether other individuals would face charges. Because this has gotten so out of hand with social media, the judge announced that a grand jury would investigate whether other individuals face charges, including anyone who failed to speak up following reports of, of the rape. Is that right? Yeah. If you yeah. don't speak yeah, up. Yeah, there were like 27 football coaches. I don't. That's the number I read. I don't know really, they probably just uh, parents and whatnot helping out or part-timers or yeah. ex-jocks. Anyway, uh, some of them might have known about this and kept quiet. Well, this Steubenville trial, rape trial, had the, the, what they kicked it into this whole other realm was that it was apparently the progress of this night of debauchery. These these guys were involved with who yeah. raped this this uh, woman. They got her drunk. They, 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 they raped her. Then they took photographs. They took of photographs. It, posted. There them. you go. Yeah, yeah. And they were posting it throughout the night, throughout yeah. the course of a whole, I guess, e- a night of uh, of this. Of this uh, crime that they were being, they were in the process of committing. So that's why this got all this attention. Uh, I, I just the whole thing is the disturbing thing is the pity shown for these guys when they say yeah. my life is over. Yeah. Well, yeah, your life is over as you knew it. Yeah. You did something that needs to be, uh, you know, you have to take responsibility for. Yeah. You yeah. did it. Yeah. This is this is the real world. Yeah. Exactly. Own it. Own it. Scientists at Scripps Institution of Oceanography in San Diego found a layer of liquefied molten rock in the Earth's mantle that may be acting as a lubricant for a sliding uh, motion of the Earth's uh, the tectonic plates. Yeah. So they found a lubricant. You know, the, the thing that yeah. keeps it sliding back Slip and forth. Slip sliding away. Okay. Yeah. okay. This discovery may carry far-reaching implications from uh, solving basic geological functions of the planet, which, yeah, but uh, also uh, volcanism and earthquakes. In other words, when uh, when a, you might get an explosion of a volcano, 
or when we might get earthquakes. So they just based they, on they'll measuring. be able to measure the lubricant and under the under the. I'm that's serious. Right. I'm trying, yeah. trying to be funny here. I'm really okay. So yeah, they'll okay. be able. That's what they're hoping. Oh, to. good. Well. Study lubricants more. See where that is. Maybe you know how I, yeah. last week we talked about how they they were able to predict that earthquake we had mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and this is just one more thing in that direction. One in, more discovery that puts us in in terms of earthquake uh, news. Uh, they have a sensing system throughout at least the state of California that I know of yeah. that they can predict. If an earthquake occurs in Salton Sea, let's yeah. say that area, which is on the San Andreas Fault, yeah. it would take about uh, 90 seconds for it to reach so- yeah. downtown L.A. Yeah. And they can tell you now to the second when it will be rolling through your neighborhood. So if you got a warning, a 30 or 50 second warning, it would at least give you an opportunity. Turn off the gas. To, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's Find pretty, a good place to, yeah. you know, yeah. get yeah. away from yeah, anything exactly. that's so going that, to topple they, over. They can't tell you when it's going to happen, but once it does now, the sensors yeah. are in well, place. Well, last week we talked about they yeah. can tell you 30 seconds in advance of when it happens. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's that now, too. So yeah. it's pretty amazing. Pretty yep. amazing stuff. Uh, after overfishing and conservation efforts limited the catch for fishermen in recent years, California fishermen are now enjoying bigger hauls and raking in more profits. And this is because of regulations. Yeah, because they yeah. have those no fishing zones now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The, uh, the West Coast groundfish fishery yielded $54 million in 2011, compared to an average of $38 million in the preceding five years. So this is a big deal. Well, maybe there is hope for the fish. Yeah. And hope for uh, just having a sensible regulation of yeah. how much you can fish instead right. of just overfishing. And in what could be the first test of the new Los Angeles County law requiring the use of condoms in adult film shoots, mm-hmm. an AIDS advocacy group has filed a complaint against a Los Angeles porn company for allegedly filming actors having unprotected sex. I hate when that happens. The AIDS Healthcare Foundation, which was the driving force behind the Measure B. You mean the, the, the guy yeah, with the computer? The condom That, that guy? Yeah. yeah. Claims it received an anonymous lever, letter alleging that immoral productions was producing adult content in which actors were performing in various types of sex acts without the use of condoms. Oh. Okay. Vivid Entertainment is challenging Measure B in federal court right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. The AIDS Healthcare Foundation is suing the county of Los Angeles, claiming the county is engaged in a retaliatory campaign against them through audits and by withholding funding, allegedly because the county doesn't want to enforce the condom law. This is a crazy law. Mm-hmm. The audit from the county claims the foundation overbilled Los Angeles County to the tune of $1.7 million. Mm-hmm. I did apply for the uh, the uh, inspector position for that on that regarding that law, just to let you know. So I have a I can't comment because I have a conflict of interest here. You you work for the county, yeah, and and, and that's public works. Is that what public works is stretched? We into? could be. We could. I'm just saying if there if when you know the position opens. Um, my application has already been, you know, wow, it's ready to go. So, I'm excited for yeah, you. Well, me too, actually. I'm very excited. Anything uh, real quick? Two, two things. Uh, speaking of, you know, internet and and uh, piracy. Uh, piracy. Gawker published uh, yeah. George Bush, uh, former President George W. Bush's uh, uh, email address, private email address on the 10th anniversary. Well, they said it was his private email address. Yeah, maybe not. We don't know. Wish they, How many yes. email addresses does the president have, well, the ex-president have? Yeah. A, an email address that belongs to George W. Bush was yeah. published. Okay, that's one. Um, and just completely silly news, um, at least in a way. Um, Elizabeth Colbert Bush 
sister of comedian Stephen Colbert was the Dem- is now the Democratic nominee. Her name is Bush. Her name is Bush. B U S C H. Ah, for the South Carolina's first congressional district, she'll be running against former Governor Mark Sanford, better known as Appalachian Trail Sanford, the governor who resigned in light of a extramarital affair. Oh yeah, the Appalachian Trail. Yeah, yeah. So he's back. He's running for Congress now. Uh, and it will be against Stephen Colbert's uh, sister, sister yeah. Elizabeth. So there wow. You go. Yeah. And of, finally, kind of right? Silly. Yeah. And finally, mm-hmm. finally in Amsterdam. You're familiar with Amsterdam, mm-hmm. right? Been there. Ooh, Amsterdam, as we like to call it. Seventy-year-old <laughs> twins, Luis and Martine Fokens. Yes, I love the Fokens. Mm, the Fokens retired from prostitution. Oh, this is big news over there. Apparently, oh, yeah. they were seventy years old, and they decided to call it quits. <laughs> Okay. That's something. That is something. It's very different now, said Louise. There's no sense of community these days. 